Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And April has been absolutely such a fabulous month. I love April in general. Things are blooming. Pollen is pollening, whatever the heck pollen does down here in Atlanta. But we also use April to focus on LinkedIn. And for me, LinkedIn truly is the the platform that every single business person should be on. Let me say that again. Every single business person should be on LinkedIn. And so, you know, that's why we dedicate an entire month of tips and tricks on how to truly be successful on LinkedIn. And so joining us for our last program of the series, but certainly not the least, is Chris Colt. So welcome, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited for this. This is this is going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I 100% agree. I've always told clients that LinkedIn is the, uh, the last frontier for business, like when it comes to social. Right. You know, and, and of course, the problem is so many people go, we don't know what to do. You know, and, and that's really what we focus on for all of these programs is to show people and, you know, give them examples and all of those things as to how to truly be successful on LinkedIn. So before we dive into this, let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we will just really go in depth. So Chris Colt is a digital entrepreneur, husband, father of three boys, and an endurance cyclist with 25 plus years of sales experience. Over those years, his endurance skills allowed him to contribute to the growth of startups from launch into momentum. While there were many success stories, he never truly felt fulfilled during his career, and at the guidance of his business coach, he set out to fulfill a dream in life. He successfully finished the iconic Leadville 100 mountain bike race, and I'm from Colorado, so I know what that is. Oh, you talk about an endurance bike ride. So as he pedaled into that finish line, it was that moment he knew life going forward was about making an impact versus just making a living. So Chris peddled into the journey of entrepreneurship. He is now known as the Challenge Sherpa, where he guides mission-driven entrepreneurs to launch and scale their movements with an enduring revenue stream using movement marketing. So again, Chris, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And there, there's the buckle just so you oh, know. I, always I like love it. I love it. And the mules are there. I mean, you know, Leadville, oh, yeah. Leadville is, is truly a unique experience. You know, even if you just plan tourists, Leadville is, is a fun place to go to. Um, Absolutely. But, you know, I, I love that you continue the endurance analogy through everything that you do. Um, and that's one of the things that we've really found with LinkedIn, especially is Oh, yeah. You know, when people go, well, you know, I tried it for a month and nothing worked, nothing happened. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, no, no. This is not a sprint. This truly is a long term race. Um, And and you have to be doing things. It's not, hey, I'm going to set it up and then never do anything and expect for it to be successful. 
But what I, I always love learning about, I mean, we just learned a little bit about you in, in your bio when I read it, but tell us really, you know, how you got here, you know, how you discovered that this truly is your passion in life. You know, I've always been part of building communities in different okay. forms. So I'm like in my early career, like this technology mm-hmm. we're using mm-hmm. to communicate, I used to bring video conferencing solutions mm-hmm. into the big companies right. in, in the nineties. Right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I when, saw when how it was that, you know, real sketchy as whether you uh, could do it, but it was still there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When all my friends thought I was crazy because I had all these huge things in my home office and I had to get all these special lines put in the house to mm-hmm. wave to somebody and mm-hmm. wait for that 30 mm-hmm. seconds for it to come yeah, through. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like during that time, like I was like, this is the most amazing way to communicate pe- with people. Fast forward, things evolved. I kept on continuing my journey, but I always took mm-hmm. this notice that I was anything I did involved building communities. Mm-hmm. Everything was in some shape or right. form, you know, online, however that was, you know, me from the C-suite network in there. And then I started seeing how social was. So I remember when LinkedIn started way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And the reason I have this headset on, just saying in mm-hmm. case you hear a couple bangs on the other side, mm-hmm. we're having a roof put on today. Right, so just right. a warning. Yeah, you know, in so, home officing now, these things happen. Yes. <laughs> so I just want to know in case there's that big noise, that's uh-huh, all it is. Yes. Nothing bad happened. But, you know, as I started going forward, And just really seeing how these technologies work. I started LinkedIn way back Mm -hmm. when it was just a job board, right? Right. And you you cut and pasted your resume. And it worked, right? If you knew how to work, but there was also there was also work involved. If you were Mm -hmm. looking for a job, you had to take Mm -hmm. those extra Mm -hmm. steps Mm -hmm. to go find the people they were doing. As time went on, you know, I saw the power of social before between all the platforms. And quite Mm -hmm. frankly, I made all my mistakes on other platforms. That's the good thing, right? I learned how to build a brand on other platforms. And then when I saw what LinkedIn was evolving into, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is where you build your brand. This Mm -hmm. is where you build your business. This is where you become that thought leader. This is Mm -hmm. where you build authentic relationships, authentic community. Mm -hmm. So I started digging really, really deep back on, I'd say about 2014 is when I really started taking this platform seriously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people come to me all the time and say, Chris, holy cow, look at this, this, this. I'm like, you said it early, Deb, endurance. Because mm-hmm. like, how'd that happen? I'm like, I just didn't show up one day and this didn't happen. Mm-hmm. This was a process. Mm-hmm. This was building community. This was engaging with others authentically. Mm-hmm. This was building relationships. This was putting good content up. Mm-hmm. This was making a lot of mistakes. So, you know, it mm-hmm. kind of just evolved over time. And, you know, I always used it to not only build the business or the company I was working for, but also mm-hmm. build some of my side endeavors. Right. And I saw how that worked like a charm using that. So mm-hmm. it was an evolving process. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it really was something that, that, you know, it started off, as you said, as just that job board. Um, But then when we figured out, oh my gosh, this is the way that we can connect with other business professionals. Um, You know, because Facebook really started kind of taking off at about the the same point in time. And, you know, but, but we quickly figured out, okay, Facebook is for fun. Now you can connect for business. I mean, all sorts of things. I mean, it is truly kind of one of those multi level platforms. But the cool thing about LinkedIn truly is the fact that it is just for business. You don't see the cute cat videos. You don't see the political posts. Um, you don't see all of those things that you see on Facebook. And, you know, but the, the funny thing is people still don't really take it, you know, to, for what it should be. You know, we don't stop and think, okay, this is a great place to really be building our networks. Um, you know, and, and so, t- you know, that, that's it. You know, how do, for somebody who, who comes to you and says, okay, Chris, I tried it. I tried it for a couple months. I tried it for a year and nothing seemed to happen. What do you tell the people when they say nothing seems to happen? 
profile <laughs> normally. And I'm like, mm-hmm. are you coachable? Cause he asked right. for some help. Like, mm-hmm. can we walk through that process? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people I'm big as you'll learn as we go through this on micro niching, you know, I'm mm-hmm. really, really focused on um, that kind of mission. Mm-hmm. But if you're not speaking to the people group, you want to talk to correctly in this platform, right. no matter what you try, mm-hmm. it's just a numbers game mm-hmm. when you can get that dialed in, especially when your tagline and your photos really mm-hmm. kind of say what you solve, how you do it. Mm-hmm. That helps a lot, but I really take a look at what their profile is. And, you know, for me last year, I, I started, I did, you know, you, you talked about movements. I just mm-hmm. did a monthly challenge, a five-day challenge on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And we've had over 200 go through that. And it was always the same thing. Oh, I've tried this. It doesn't work. Right. I tried this, but now here mm-hmm. I am stuck at home. Mm-hmm. I need to build my business still. Mm-hmm. So I took people through a real simple process that opened their eyes on the first day of what LinkedIn is, how it'll evolve, mm-hmm. what, it'll, mm-hmm. what it's going to turn to. Then the next, next day, I shared with them on how to build their identity on the platform because mm-hmm. that's really critical. If right. your identity isn't built correctly, mm-hmm. a lot of the other things you can try won't really work. Mm-hmm. Then I got them into you know finding, I call it your avatar. I called mm-hmm. it riches in the niches. Now mm-hmm. it's micro niches actual. Mm-hmm. And I dialed them in on that mission. Then the final day I talked about storytelling, which was all content, right? Because there's so right. many ways mm-hmm. of content. And each person's unique because people are like, well, this person posts this kind of content. Like you have to find what works for you. If right. you don't like video, don't post video videos right. of yourself, mm-hmm. right? There's just, that's yeah. just a fact. So you kind of learn all that. And then I gave them their finish line strategy. So for me, so many people were asking, I was like, you know what, let's make this a fun five days, 45 minutes a day. Let's just build mm-hmm. a challenge, build a community around it and help people get to the next level. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and one of the things that, that I think we've learned this through this whole month of, of talking with folks truly is, you know, the, the, the very basic why are you on LinkedIn? You know, because that then tells you everything else. I mean, you talk about micro niches, you talk about uh, building your network, all of those things, but you have to figure out why you're there. I mean, you know, I always remind people the product that we're selling on LinkedIn, you know, and I mean, ultimately that's what it is, is you, you know, and, and so how are you using it as that marketing tool and then, you know, connecting with others on it. So if you're on it to get a job, your profile is set up totally different than if you're someone like you and I who are on LinkedIn to make connections and, and to build our networks and, and to really connect with other people that we can work with and, and work, you know, whether it's that we're supporting them or business partnerships, all of those things. I mean, those it really is very different. So people have to figure out their why. And I think that tends to be the trickiest thing because the you know you you talk to people and they say well I'm on LinkedIn because somebody told me I had to be on LinkedIn. Okay, that's not the why. <laughs> you know? Um you know and and so you know it it really is that simple. Why are you using LinkedIn? And that's really like on the, when I did that the first day, we uncovered mm-hmm. that. And people are here for different reasons. Like mm-hmm. you said, some it's here, hey, I like the relationships. Others are like, I want to generate business. Others mm-hmm. are just looking to be around the community. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people out there just want that feeling of being around community right. and they want to build something from that perspective. Mm-hmm. But once you know that mission, you know, like Simon Sinek says, once you know that why, mm-hmm. that's going to give you the passion to stay in this, right? Mm-hmm. Because no matter what, when you start doing this, if you don't have the endurance mm-hmm. to, to continue, it's just right. not going to work mm-hmm. because I know what it took to start getting that community that engaged mm-hmm. in the content that started to refer people for business mm-hmm. or build other things out. Um, and that just didn't happen overnight. It mm-hmm. was a process that I went through for right. that. 
Right. You know, and, and your, your bike training, your bicycle training really is such a great example of that because you didn't just jump on your bike and go, Ooh, I'm going to ride a hundred miles in the Rocky mountains. You know, you might've gone two or three at the most. I mean, you know, let's talk about a hard trail. Um, You had to work up to it. You had to train for it. And one of the big things is, you know, that that there were things that, that you probably did every single day. You know, and, and I think that's the other thing people need to, to think about on LinkedIn is, okay, I'm going to spend 15 minutes, just 15 minutes, maybe 30, you know, going in, checking messages, making connections, doing a post, you know, and, and so that's, you know, that, that really, you know, that's, that's what I love about your, your, your um, analogy is it, it is something that takes time. It, it's, you are training for a long-term, long-time commitment. Like we only have so much time in a day. Mm-hmm. So you have to, any kind of social platform, like mm-hmm. you, you, what's your laser focus on it and mm-hmm. how much time can you devote for it? And right. what I always say, IPA, income producing activities. Mm-hmm. That's how right. I grade anything I do as mm-hmm. an entrepreneur. What are my income producing activities mm-hmm. that I can do when I'm in this platform? And, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I spend more time than most people on the platform right. because I know how it works mm-hmm. and it generates mm-hmm. what I, I expect from it. So I have strategies that just like, hey, if I have 15 minutes, this is all I would do in that 15 mm-hmm. minutes. If I have 20, Here's what right. I do in the 20. Oh, you got three buckets of 20. Great. Mm-hmm. Here's bucket one. Here's bucket two. Mm-hmm. Here's bucket three. Do that. If it's not seven, whatever days of the week it is, it's key. And, you know, something people really do miss on the platform and it just baffles me is when you start to get those people who are connecting with you and commenting, mm-hmm. when, when they comment on your post, that's like you stood on a stage. Right. And that's your audience. You know, mm-hmm. I've had people say, oh, two people commented. I'm like, well, go comment back. Go yeah. comment on their posts. Did you, did you respond to them or did yeah. you ignore them? Mm-hmm. And it, it baffles me how many people forget that because I'm like, yeah, it's small beginnings. Like you said, mm-hmm. I didn't just one day say, let's go do a hundred mile mountain bike race. Mm-hmm. No, there was a whole process. And yeah, it did start with a four mile bike ride mm-hmm. one day. Right. And then it led up to that. Mm-hmm. But people miss that simple little thing, that group that showed up to engage with you and raise their hand. Mm-hmm. That's your first people group. And then you start to build your tribe Mm -hmm. and community off of that. You engage with them. Next Mm -hmm. thing you know, a couple of weeks later, there's 20, 30 commenting. Mm -hmm. It just comes and evolves over time. But if you forget them, they're going to forget you. It's really simple. Right. Well, or they're going to think, well, that was rude. (laughs) I I commented on Chris's post and he never even clicked the like button. So I'm not going to do it again. You know, that's, that is the thing. And, and, you know, I think, especially during the pandemic, you know, we, we got used to this fact that we're going to have to network online. And I think that is really going to continue whether, you know, whether we can meet in person or not, we, we've just discovered it's obviously a great way to build our network outside of our immediate area. And so I, I tell people, I said, treat LinkedIn like you would treat attending a networking event. You have to be polite. You have to respond. You know, when, when somebody says, hey, Chris, you know, great point. Then, you know, even if you're just saying thanks, you know, that's that works. But, you know, you have to introduce people. You you do have to actually say things. So those are your, your posts. And, you know, and, and it really is just an on a, a huge online networking event. When you're talking, you don't get the background noise here. So making it easier, but yeah, well, no, and it's we, weird. I get a, I miss like your first three words every time. For some reason, there's a, a little time lag. So I don't know what's okay. going on with that. Weird. Um, but yeah, no, it is such an online community that mm-hmm. you just have to work through there. But you know, in the pandemic, I, 
I was grateful that I put time into it earlier mm-hmm. because I already had a right. decent tribe that you didn't have to connect. start from scratch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I watched people come on the platform, people that I've worked with over my career. And I, you know, I watched them come on there, Deb, and just mm-hmm. all of a sudden, Hey, I'm doing this event and post it up. And then you don't mm-hmm. see them for three weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they do the same thing. And I'm like, you know, I would give them advice. Like, Hey, you want this to start the work, mm-hmm. like start connecting with other people. Mm-hmm. And you know what, what you're posting, people are going to be so unfocused on because mm-hmm. it's just about you. Right. Like, you know, nobody wants to hear Chris is the greatest mm-hmm. thing. Deb's the greatest thing. Nobody mm-hmm. really cares about right. that. Right. Huh. They care about what are you doing to help others? How are you helping others? What are you solving? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you doing to make an impact mm-hmm. out there? How are you bringing people mm-hmm. together? Things like that. That's really right. what they care about. Right. You know, and content, as you're saying, really is the, you know, the, the meat and potatoes of it. You know, you can have a great profile. You can have a mediocre profile. Let's be honest. But if you're not posting great content, then nothing's going to happen. And that really is the biggest question I get from people. They say, you know, okay, I set this up. I've, you know, I created my billboard, my, you know, I've got a great headshot. I figured out what my headline is. I, you know, all those things, but then I don't know what to post. So, you know, tell us, Chris, what do, what do you tell people who say, what the heck do I post? That's there's so many different forms of content, right? Mm -hmm. There are so many. So like, this is the the world we're in. We're in this content networking world. That's really Mm -hmm. what we're in. If you can Mm -hmm. post really good content and get in a really good flow, life will work very well Mm -hmm. for you. So like when people come to me with that question, I start to give them some simple strategies to help them because, you know, like I said earlier, video may work better for Chris than it does Mm -hmm. for Deb, whoever's listening. You have to find that. But if you're really good with your content strategy, we'll find that because there's mm-hmm. tons of different ways to really dig into, you know, what content looks like, how you can do it and mm-hmm. what works for you, which, which doesn't work for others. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's to me, there's four pillars to this, to this business mm-hmm. of using social media. Mm-hmm. Those four pillars are, and we're talking about it now, is producing content. Mm-hmm. Then we talk about the engaging with the audience, but how do you produce the good content that's going to engage with your audience? Right. So. If you're, um, you know, you're interviewing people, you have like this, this podcast, and you mm-hmm. start to put little bits and pieces mm-hmm. of this out over time saying, hey, I just had an amazing mm-hmm. meeting with Deb, looking forward to this podcast launching in three weeks. Mm-hmm. And you give those little tidbits out. That's right. great. If you're on a, you know, in the, in the pandemic, I can't tell you how many times I literally did little short videos mm-hmm. and posts and like, hey, I'm, I'm on this, uh, this C-suite network. Thank right. you we're all collaborating here helping each other get to the next level i put these little 30 40 second tidbits mm. of what we shared in a little mm. video and then post because here's the thing right people just think putting the video up is the magic no right. then post some long form text right talk that about describes it. it because here's the deal video is great it's awesome let's just be real most people don't watch it right. but when they see that long form text mm-hmm. i literally set people up deb when i do that kind of stuff mm-hmm. to basically read it and understand what's in that video and they can go comment the way now it doesn't mean others won't listen to that but you have to start thinking like that mm-hmm. um you know another tool that i have people use and i, I don't abuse it but polls if you, you right. leverage a poll correctly mm-hmm. Over time, you can mm-hmm. actually generate people coming to you for help because you can put a poll out mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe you're a thought leader around something and you put a thought provoking poll out there. You can see how people answer. But the same thing with polls, when I have people do that, tell a story at the start. Don't just put, hey, what do you think of these three things? Tell right. a little story because it gets people thinking and then they'll answer mm-hmm. it. 
But the best part is not only do you see who's in case with the polls, right? That's a writer down there. That's a really easy, good tip for you right there. But the other thing is it lets you put future content up there because you can see what the answers to the polls right, were right. and talk around that, engage that audience mm-hmm. and literally start to qualify those through the process. If you do this kind of stuff really, uh, really right. well. Yeah, and I think one of the things that people stress about are the numbers. You know, I did a post and only two people commented. Well, you know, again, this is an endurance thing. Only two people commented because maybe it wasn't quite the right post. Again, that comes back to your why, um, you know, and, and but it, it has to start somewhere. I mean, you know, nobody, I don't think, probably ever did a post that had, you know, it was their very first post and thousands of people commented, um, you know, unless it's somebody along the lines of a LeBron James or, you know, a, a big thought leader. I mean, th- that's just not going to happen. We all have to start small. And if you look and you're you're continuing to just stay small, that's where you really have to evaluate and go, okay, well, clearly I'm not posting what my audience wants to engage with. What, What your audience wants to engage with. And that's why I'm very particular on, you know, niching and micro niching and having that all dialed in because eventually you know you'll become known on the platform as chris does this deb does this john does this and then you know when you're posting that kind of content and people come across people oh you know what you need to go talk to chris Mm -hmm. about this he's your person so i'm very curious like i I, if the more you can really just explain what you do to people in that tagline Mm -hmm. real simple the easier your content Mm -hmm. flow will go and yeah you have to find out what your audience engages with that's Mm -hmm. a whole nother process of this you know I'm big on the long, when I put a text post up, mm-hmm. I like the one liners that is like a real quick flowing mm-hmm. yeah. story that asks a question in the end, because mm-hmm. I've come to realize, right, there's that dwell time. Mm-hmm. We're all on our phone mm-hmm. mostly. Oh, right. people read it, but it's fast enough in the mind. Cause I'm from New York. So I try to think mm-hmm. like a New Yorker. Right. Right. Um, it's fast enough in the mind to read this. Yeah. I do want to interact mm-hmm. with it. And that gets more engagement on that post. And then I can interact back with those people. Right. So, like, I love that kind of content, but even Deb, when I put a video up, right, I'm mm-hmm. big on subtitles on videos just because mm-hmm. it's a tool that I use. I just find it makes it easier because a lot of people, like I said, they don't really watch your video. I hate right. to say it. They look at it though. If they can read it, boom. Mm-hmm. So I'll put what's in that video in long form text and they have that. And you know, I can tell by how many video views it's got versus mm-hmm. worth versus the comments. And I'm like, right. how's that work? 119 mm-hmm. video views, but look at all those comments. It's because yeah. they read it, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to start thinking of that approach what your audience wants to digest. Mm-hmm. And I always ask myself this before I put anything up. You know, I always have my content typically in my mind for a two week window. Mm-hmm. What's going up? Okay. doesn't mean I'm not putting something up on right. the fly. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time, mm-hmm. but I literally ask myself all the time, is this bringing value to somebody's world? Mm-hmm. If not, it doesn't go up. And like, right. I'm, I used to post every single day, five, mm-hmm. six, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. As time went on, you know, I've tweaked it a little bit mm-hmm. because I have a lot of engagement now mm-hmm. where you know, there's weeks, it's three times a week. Mm-hmm. Some I've had weeks, it's two times a week, but it's right. really, it's great really content. good content. Mm-hmm. And what I'm doing in that process, and this is this is what people really should start mm-hmm. thinking when you get to that point, those that have engaged mm-hmm. with me, you know, I set up in Sales Navigator as a real way to send mm-hmm. an easy list. You know, these people are engaging with yep. me and I go in there mm-hmm. and I just engage with all those mm-hmm. folks. And I might not have content up, but you know what? The next time my content goes up, boom, they're right on right. it. 
it works. It works right. really well. Yeah. You know, and, and I love that you mentioned engaging with others because this is a two-way street. You know, oh, yeah. it's not just, I'm going to post stuff and, and, you know, and, and it's there. We need to go to other people's pages or, you know, be reading them in the newsfeed and, and looking at what they're posting and commenting there, you know, and that comes back to the in-person networking. You know, we all know the people, right. Who walk up and go bloody, 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 and then leave. You know, they're, they're not listening and they don't care about what somebody else might say, um, okay. you know, and, and so find that content, look for those, those posts and, you know, and, and, and that's a great way also to get noticed by those people, you know, so maybe it's a company yep. that you're wanting to do business with or a company that you're wanting to get hired by, you know, all these things. When you start engaging with those people, they notice, you know, and, and by engage, I mean, don't say, you know, great post. Thanks. Good info. Nah. I mean, you know, we don't care about that. Yeah. Now they might respond. It's so cute. I responded to somebody yesterday and, and he he's another C-suiter, uh, C-suite networker like we are. And, and okay. he got a, a brand new job. And and so I I did. I just posted congratulations. I mean, you know, there really wasn't. But he did respond and he responded and he said, thanks. I noticed that, um, yep. you know, and, and so, you know, and, and I noticed it was also fairly soon. I mean, within an hour, maybe even, you know, lots less time. So it is okay sometimes to do those short little snippety type of things, but you know, it's, it's that conversation it's going in and saying, Hey, Chris, oh my gosh, this is a great post. I love the third point that you made, um, exactly. you know, and, and, and then we develop those dialogues with people and then hopefully you take those dialogues offline, um, you know, and, and whether you're meeting in person, emailing, Zooming, all those things. I mean, that's where we start building those relationships. Well, and, you know, so like I was mentioning it a couple of minutes ago, like those four pillars. So, right. Mm-hmm. I'll just dive into them a little bit deeper real quick. So the way I look at these four pillars, mm-hmm. right, you have the producing content. So mm-hmm. what's that? You have to attract your avatar. I like to use avatar, mm-hmm. ideal client, whatever that is. Right. But and figure out who that is, folks, and, and yeah. get a picture and put it on your monitor um, yep. so that you're talking to that person. Yes. And talk to that person, not to the masses, talk Mm -hmm. to that person. Mm -hmm. Because when you talk to the masses, you just, nobody hears you. Nobody hears you. Your audience is not everyone. Sorry, folks. (laughs) So when you, you know, your first process is to attract, but that's through value-based content. And I encourage you to challenge the mainstream, Mm -hmm. challenge the mainstream. You will become, wow, what's this person up to? And it's going to position yourself Mm -hmm. as a thought leader. So then, you know, we're talking about the engagement. So right first, Mm -hmm. you're going through that attraction process. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, Deb was just saying this too, when you engage with your avatar, be authentic. And I know that word is used so much, Mm -hmm. but don't focus on, hey, we're all here to generate revenue in some Mm -hmm. shape or form. I mean, we are. We have bills we have to pay and we like to take vacations. Yeah. So, but if you're focusing on the selling, all that work you've done, goodbye, it's gone. So just be real, interact human to human so you don't scare them off, but you're warming them up in the process. You're building relatability, you're building trust, and this expertise starts to come out, right? What you'll start to see is these people will start to share, wow, they're sharing a struggle with me. Mm-hmm. Or the complimenting things you shared, right? Because mm-hmm. when you get those kind of things coming out of people that they're, you know, they're they're backing you up, they're sharing mm-hmm. struggles. That's when you can start to convert that into okay, mm-hmm. let's have a conversation because you earn the right to ask. Like you know, if something I posted a few times and Deb's interacting with me, and I know she shared a struggle, mm-hmm. I you know I, I'm absolutely going to go into right. the DM. That's mm-hmm. you know 
direct message. I might let them say right on the comments, hey, Deb, I just sent you a direct message. Right. But then I'll ask them, hey, Deb, you, we were talking about this. You know, and I do this in video or audio when I'm at this level, just so everybody knows. But I say to some, like, hey, would you like to explore what it would look like if I could potentially help you with that, right? right? Mm -hmm. They say no, awesome. Right. But most people are going to say yes. And then you just came across so differently because you didn't go in there sending messages with 19 paragraphs we've mm -hmm. all been there or just sending a link to a person i mean you know when mm -hmm. i'm in that process too i'm just this is another big one for me mm -hmm. is even though i know deb's like the ideal person she's been interacting with me yeah i can help her it doesn't mean she wants my help mm -hmm. so i ask it but so many people i watch on the other end when i've had these interactions mm -hmm. hey chris we were talking about this here's my calendar book a call mm -hmm. that turns me off right. so fast That's because two used car salesman yeah. And I never asked for the link. Mm -hmm. And you know what happens when you do that? And guys, I've been doing this a long time. So I see all this play out. Let's just say down the road that I did that to Deb. And then all of a sudden, Deb missed the message or it turned her off at the time. But then Deb wants to talk to me and do business. But she happens to look in her messenger and be like, oh, he spammed me. No, nope, mm -hmm. bye. Mm -hmm. Because people evaluate on that. And I know I deal with very high level individuals. So they evaluate a lot more than you nor normally would. So I think those things out. And there's mm -hmm. a few tips for y'all. Right. You know, and we've, we've talked about it this whole month is we absolutely have got to avoid being spammy. Yeah. Um, you know, when you connect with somebody, the very first thing you should not do is try and sell them something. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I'm going to look at my messaging thing here because I got one of those uh, just <laughs> a, earlier today where it was, um, you know, it, it, it really was truly just this spammy thing. And I actually went ahead and responded to her, but it was, you know, just to say, Hey, I'm, I'm not interested, but Oh yeah, here it was. So, so it was an in-mail. Um, so we weren't even connected. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, okay. In-mail has its purpose. And, you know, that is part of the reason why some people pay is so that they can have more in-mails, you know, yep. and, but yeah, you know, but yeah, because those, those just go through LinkedIn a little bit differently, but, but yeah, so she starts off with my, now it's funny because I always know if somebody knows me in, in real life, or is just coming across from, from LinkedIn because they call me by my full name if they don't know me, but because ah. that's what I have on LinkedIn. Uh, but I also have my short, I have Deb there too. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so she says, how are you? Please let me know if you're, this is really this, you know, how are you? I Please let me know if you are looking for any one of these below services, data entry, data collection, data mining, data conversion, data processing, data web research, looking forward to hearing from you, best regards. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I don't know who you are. Yep why would I want to do any work with you? Because I don't know who you are. I mean, you know, we haven't established a relationship and, you know, and, and so I, I, you know, I actually did respond and I said, no, thank you. It'll be interesting to see if she comes back because, yeah. you know, that's usually where you get the, the, the knowledge of, okay, it's a bot or it's a real yep. person, yep. you know, and, and if they come back and say, okay, thanks, you know, let me know if there's ever a time when you do need it. Then it's, you know, more than likely a real person. If it's a bot, it comes back and keeps trying to sell you. Yep. <laughs> you know? and, and, you know, and, and that's the annoying thing is, you know, when somebody clearly is just sending the message to send the message, yep. um, you know, and, and, you know, my favorites, <coughs> excuse me, are the people that are going to teach me how to do social media. And I usually respond and I say, can you please go read my profile? Um, you know, and, and, and then I never get a response or I get, I, I, one time I got something real snarky from somebody and they said, I don't understand why you're asking that. Why are you being rude? And I was like, 
okay. <laughs> and and so I, I thought, ah, let's do a little lesson. And so I tried to be polite. I tried to say, you know, I, I'm, I suggested it because that is what I do. Yeah. So I don't, you know, where I could still probably learn tips from you because we all do it differently. We all learn. I mean, you know, we, we find that every day on, on this program. Um, but it is one of those, you know, and, and I, and I, I told her, I said, you know, it's, it, don't be selling me on something that's uh, something I already do. Um, you know, and, and then don't act like I'm being rude, you know, of course, bang yep. away. I went, um, you know, it was, yeah. it really was just one of those things, but yeah, it's, you know, we, we hear so much about B2B. Okay. No, we do business with people. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about LinkedIn is it is a person. Yes, there are company pages. Yes, there are all sorts of things there. Those, but those are used really so minimally that I don't even consider them. I mean, have I got yeah. them? Yes. Yeah, um, same here. But you know, you 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 do that so that then you can have the logo on your experience thing, right? Yeah, um exactly. It's and just, yeah. I mean this <laughs> really it's the whole thing. And um but uh you know it's it's one of those things where you know, it, we're connecting with people. So I, yep. I look, you know, when somebody sends me a request to connect, are they a person? And, yep. you know, granted there are fake people, but you know, the, I, you know, I, I get a kick out of the people that have their company logo as their image. No, no, no. You know, I'm, I'm not connecting with your logo. I want to see your picture. Yep. Um, you know, and, and so that's, you know, when, when we're setting things up, remember to set them up because it's a person walking up to you and saying, hi, Chris, I'm Deb, you yep. know, and, and then we go from there. It's, it's all human to human. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, you know, and even for me, like, you know, people laugh because, you know, being an endurance athlete, right. I'm on my mm -hmm. bike a lot. And mm -hmm. most of my videos, probably 90% of them are, I stop on my bike and, you know, I talk about whatever I'm going to talk about. You right. know what? That does two things. One, obviously people are like, what's this guy doing on a bike and mm -hmm. talking on LinkedIn, it right? It sets but, you apart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then they, they start to see what I share and they're like, whoa, that was good. And, you know, I'm not patting myself on the back. It's mm -hmm. just like, start to think that way. You know what? I'm a fly fisher. You can see that one photo. Fly fishing season's coming soon. Like I've done so many analogies of business and fly fishing right. mm -hmm. and done videos like that. Mm -hmm. But when you can start to think that way and then you send Deb a connection request, because I know when I get a connection request, I skim at somebody's profile real mm -hmm. quick yeah. because I'm at the point now, maybe when I was earlier in the journey, I wasn't as focused as this, but mm -hmm. now I'm so laser focused. Mm -hmm. I make people work to connect with me right. because I don't, I, I'm not big on, you need 50,000, 60,000, a hundred thousand yeah. followers. Mm -hmm. I know people on this platform that have a thousand mm -hmm. to 2000 connections and what they create with that thousand to 2000 connections would make right. the person that has a hundred thousand mm -hmm. followers very jealous mm -hmm. because right. they're just so focused and laser. And when I started seeing that dynamic work for me, I was like, yeah. And like, people come to me all the time. You only have 14,000 connections. I'm like, you know what? Reality is 10,000 of them in some shape or form. I can at least say I've, you know, had a conversation with met an event or just some type of alignment. The other four was when I first started. And yeah, there's probably some yeah, of them that I clicked. just. Click, click, yeah. click, click, click. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now, and you know, something you were talking with the bots, you know, one of my friends, Andy on the platform, mm -hmm. like how he gets through the bots. Mm -hmm. If you look at his name and this mm -hmm. does mess with your SEO a little bit. So uh -huh. if anybody listen to this, but he actually has his first name in all caps. Uh -huh. It's his first name and his last name, but he put mm -hmm. a space between every single letter uh -huh. because no um, spam system. The only, like his first name will just, okay, hello, a, uh -huh. and then it goes, and then he knows right away you're done. Like, cause he just doesn't even bother. So it saves him a lot of time. He goes, yeah, it messes up my SEO a little bit because my name's broken up, but he goes, my last name, they still find me. I don't care. Right. 
Right. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't, you know, I, I, like I said, I don't read it if, you know, typically if it comes across as Deborah, um, you know, and, and, and what really annoys me is when someone has pulled my, my email off, you know, and, and I'm going to have my email there. I mean, that's the way for people to connect with me, but if they then automatically add me to their email lists and, and I know that they do that when I get the email and it is to, and what I really love is it will say, Deb or Deborah, and then I have Deb in parentheses. And so they'll use both. And I'm like, no, I mean, you you wouldn't do that in real life. So I know that they have just, you know, pulled the data, haven't looked at it, haven't scrubbed it, haven't done anything like that. And so it's unsubscribe, unsubscribe. And if I'm connected to them on LinkedIn, it's like, nope, you're gone. Um, because, you know, they're to me or to them, I am just that number. Um, you know, and, and they can say, okay, I sent my email, you know, I have a 10,000 name email list. Well, if 9,999 of those people don't give a diddly about you, what's, you know, why even bother? But, you know, I mean, when you build the list, there's importance to the list. Don't get me wrong, but it's not that way that you just said to do it. It's like, hey, when somebody sees the value and they want to be part of it and they voluntarily join that list, that's completely different. You have the right to do that. But Mm -hmm. I would say, you know, I would say probably for every four out of 10 that Mm -hmm. I connect with, and it's actually been a little higher, Mm -hmm. I get that email two days later and it's like, 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 and you know, there's so many tools I use unroll me. I like, mm-hmm. I put them there and never see it again. And mm-hmm. that's just how it is. Cause I didn't ask for it, mm-hmm. but if I ask for it, and that's why I was saying earlier in your direct mm-hmm. messaging and all that, if you ask a person for permission and they say, Hey, yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. That opens up a whole different mm-hmm. variable. But right. you don't ask for that. You're just one of those people. Mm-hmm. Again. And right. Your noise, and yeah. you got to break through that mm-hmm. noise. Yeah, you know, and one of the things that that a lot of people do, and I've actually thought about doing this too, is setting up a different email that is just for LinkedIn. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and then you know, okay, if it's appearing in there, ninety nine percent of the time, it's fake. Um, you know, and, and, and I mean, and then you don't even read it, right? You know, you just delete, 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 and so yeah. there could be great content that you're missing because people didn't go about it mm-hmm. the right way. Well, and it's so interesting too now, Deb, because obviously with Clubhouse taking off and that whole integration, Mm -hmm. you know, I've been connecting with more and more people because when I'm in the Clubhouse room speaking, Mm -hmm. but you know, what I'm enjoying on that kind of connection is people actually, when they message you, they're actually saying, Hey, Chris, I heard you speak Mm -hmm. on stage right? and they're being very authentic Mm -hmm. and real. And like, you know, what's happening in that Mm -hmm. dynamic is because you're in there speaking and giving a lot of value or whatever you're mm-hmm. talking about, the relationships go so much mm-hmm. faster. Like right. they don't even need to mm-hmm. look at your content because they heard your authentic mm-hmm. voice. So there's like that side of the story. Mm-hmm. But I had a few people, I'm sharing this because you were talking about in-mail before. Mm-hmm. I had some people just in-mail me, hey, I heard you talk on this clubhouse and then mm-hmm. they spam me right away. And it's right. like, oh, you messed it all up. Mm-hmm. You messed it all up. Mm-hmm. And I actually looked at a few because when this was early, when I was starting to speak mm-hmm. on clubhouse, I actually took the time to look at a couple of the in-mails because mm-hmm. like, man, how did they do that after that? Like, it was I an easy transition. Mm-hmm. And I look, I'm like, gosh, she, that person's actually got something I'd probably take a look at, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to because I didn't like mm-hmm. the approach. Right. right. You know, and, and it comes back to, you know, if they walked up to you at an event, you know, how were, how did they treat you? Yep. Um, you know, and, and, you know, or the, you know, we, we go to an event, we get all the business cards, right. You know, cause we might actually do that again at some point. And then we go back and we immediately put them in our email list. Yeah. I've well, done that. We've all yeah, done that. You know, yeah. and, and, you know, and so the, the next communication somebody gets from you is they're on the, you know, they receive this email from you. Hey, you know, blah, 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 you know, you, you know, that it's, you know, something that is just there, you know, sending out and they go, who is this? 
when yeah. did I meet them? Unsubscribe. Um, you know, and and I mean, you might have actually had a great conversation with them, you know, and yep. and and all these things. But when you just plunk them into your email list and they're not expecting it, most of the time they're they're going to unsubscribe, or they might, you know, they might not unsubscribe. They just don't read it. You know what kills me in this day and age too, when you look at all the digital technology, like I have a whole different, when we used to always go to events, I had a whole different approach that I use. I actually didn't have a business card and Mm -hmm. I just had a digital card and I Mm -hmm. got them on my cell phone and texted them a photo of us together Uh and made the connection easier because then if I connected on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. and this, they remembered me, I stood Mm -hmm. out, Mm -hmm. but it's like, there's so many simple ways to be so unique and break Mm -hmm. through the noise right now. But the problem is, um, you know, people just want things fast. They want Mm -hmm. the microwave society. So they're going to be like, well, you know, I do this to a hundred people Two might have interest. That's Mm -hmm. lunacy when it's like, you know, if you build relationship with 10 Mm -hmm. people, chances are you're going to collaborate. Mm-hmm. bigger ways to work together with most of those individuals and your mm-hmm. realm is going to go bigger. You know, I'm a big right. uh, Seth Godin fan. And, you know, last time he spoke at the C-Suite Network, one of the things he shared that I was like, yes, how he talked about, hey, this is real simple. Mm-hmm. If you were going to open a local pizza shop, mm-hmm. you're going to get those first hundred customers. Mm-hmm. Those first hundred customers, you're going to treat like gold right. and build relationship with them. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, those hundred turned you into a thousand, mm-hmm. 10,000. He right. goes, that's how you do the same thing mm-hmm. on social with authentic relationships. Mm-hmm. Nothing different. Right, right. So, you know, LinkedIn is actually one of those platforms that doesn't make a lot of changes, doesn't add a lot of new things. They really do think through, you know, before they they do things, you know, with some of the others, you know, especially Facebook, which is my other primary one. I'm never quite sure what I'm going to find when I log in, Yeah. you know, and, and so, but is there anything right now on LinkedIn that has you really excited? Oh, gosh. I mean, so... I'm a big on micro-niching because of what I do. I'm very focused on that. And when I look at, I don't know if you heard of LinkedIn creator mode, right? You know, you saw them roll out stories a while ago. Mm -hmm, So they're now Mm -hmm. doing creator mode. And here's what I look at LinkedIn creator mode. You're going to actually, I don't have it yet because they're Mm -hmm. doing it phases, but I'm sure I'll get it soon. But what I like about it is it encourages content sharers to keep on posting. So mm-hmm. you can literally add a 20 second video to your mm-hmm. profile photo. So, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Chris, you know, real mm-hmm. simple. Yeah. Now, some people are going to do the wrong thing with that mm-hmm. and pitch, but mm-hmm. the others that understand the power of the platform mm-hmm. are going to use that correctly. But um, like I have LinkedIn live. So this is going to give mm-hmm. those that have live more focus and attention mm-hmm. out there because you know, that big profile background mm-hmm. we have, Awesome. When you're live, because people always say, oh, I can't find you live. Can't Mm -hmm. find you live. No matter how many alerts they get, they can't Mm -hmm. find you. Mm -hmm. But right on the back there, they can hit the wall photo when you're live and connect right right there. Mm -hmm. So when I look at this, it's just going to incentivize people to share more thoughtful content and then build bigger, more authentic Mm -hmm. communities. I'm psyched for it. So, and the cool thing is too, the profiles will change to follow. So like, which is mm-hmm. good because if people don't want to connect with you and it's real easy just to go hit, if people don't know, there's three little yeah, buttons. Hit the three little dots again. and in the three little dots, you can connect, uh, you know, it's, it just takes one more step. Yeah. But what's co- the other thing I want to mention on that too, is, you know, what I like about this, you know, hashtags, right? We all mm-hmm. have key hashtags. Mm-hmm. So what this tool is going to let you do is get down to, I believe it's five hashtags that you can mm-hmm. put that you follow on your profile. So mm-hmm. people can see that it might be mm-hmm. three. I forget what mm-hmm. the exact number was on that. Right. And, you know, they'll, they'll tweak it. Um, you know, and, and the, the cool thing about LinkedIn is they, you know, they really do think through things when oh, you're yeah. making changes. I still don't have LinkedIn live, um, you know, and, and so they roll it out slowly. They work through the bugs, um, you know, and there are some things where they, they make, 
you know, they're like, man, nobody's using it or, you know, all those things. You know, I loved it when I could go in and, and really write notes, you know, Hey, I met yeah. Chris here, this, you know, and, and then I could say, remind me in 20 days. I mean, it, when it had its own little internal CRM, um, yep. you know, and that, that went away. Um, you know, that made me sad because I didn't really have a CRM. I I use LinkedIn for yep. that. And, and so, you know, but, but yeah, clearly enough people didn't use it that they went, Oh, okay, well, we're going to make it go away. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun when they make these changes. And what I really like is when I go to somebody's profile, I'm like, Oh, how'd they get that? Um, you know, and, and so you, you kind of look at those, but you know, you, you mentioned something and, and we've got about 15 minutes left. And, and so I really want to talk about it, especially because we're wrapping up LinkedIn for the, the month, but it's something different. And you mentioned it, and that's Clubhouse. Yeah. Um, you know, you and I have have shared offline that I do have a Clubhouse account because somebody told me it's kind of like LinkedIn, right? You need to be there. <laughs> and so I went and I got my Clubhouse account, and I did one event, and then I have yet to go back. Um, so talk to us about what the heck Clubhouse is, and more importantly, how do we use it as as a very important business tool? First off. I said it earlier a couple of times through it's like any social platform, you need to have clear goals and time right, limits because right. time Clubhouse, limits. See, that's me. I'm yeah. I am the, the yo, I'm like, ooh, bright shiny object, which is part of why I have limited, you know, where I thought I just I, I gotta watch Clubhouse because I will be the person that, you know, ooh, 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 ooh. It's very easy to, I got it in the beginning of the year and I was very careful and very focused, but you know, at the same time, I got a lot of the conversations, Mm -hmm. but the way I look at it, you know, we've been in isolation to me. This is one of the most welcome reliefs because Mm -hmm. it's on audio app. It allows you to hop in different themed Mm -hmm. chat rooms Mm -hmm. and have those one-on-one constructive Mm -hmm. conversations with others that have, you know, common interests, Mm -hmm. stories, and passions. So it's, I love it for that. And like, when I look at how this works, like I'm seeing the dynamic so hugely right now with mm-hmm. LinkedIn and Clubhouse. People see how you post, they get to know you on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. they have conversations, but when you're in a Clubhouse room with them and you're mm-hmm. conversing and people mm-hmm. are listening that aren't on stage and you have the ability to get on stage, it's not that right. hard. Mm-hmm. People get to hear the authenticity, they get to hear the realness. And I can tell you, you know, I've been on it now, I'm going on 90 days. Mm-hmm. I have seen not only relationships, you know, community mm-hmm. collaboration happen, partnerships happen. I mean, because of Clubhouse, I just did a partnership last mm-hmm. week that would have never come together. But wow. I'm just seeing like, yeah, revenue's happening. There's mm-hmm. that part too. You know, I, 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 when people say, oh, yeah, I'm not here for revenue. It's mm-hmm. like, come on, we all mm-hmm. have to pay our bills. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing that transition. And when you're just out there sharing your authentic self and giving a lot of value to people, you know, what'll happen, I've had it happen a lot, Deb, is you get these, and I'll be careful with the word, but I'll say it, lurkers, like, oh, they start watching right. me on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's he doing? Wait a minute. He's pretty good over there. He's got value. Look, at, Yeah, I want to talk to him now. Mm-hmm. So the more like with Clubhouse, you have to really be careful how you use it. So I've taken advantage of a friend of mine, Bobby Umar, who has a room, right? He's built a thought leadership branding club. And I highly recommend this to you on, uh, on Clubhouse where he has mm-hmm. 8,000 members. And we mm-hmm. actually do Every day of the week, they're crossing over a hundred of these every day at four o'clock Eastern. He does a LinkedIn mastery and different mods come in and speak Ah, on that. mm -hmm. But I also partnered with another friend of mine. Mm -hmm. So every Wednesday at two Mm o'clock, we get a bunch of moderators together. Mm -hmm. Started with two of us, but you know, the Mm -hmm. key to clubhouse is getting moderators together. One Mm -hmm. or two, you know, you you get people that join when they see four, Mm -hmm. five, six together, that Mm -hmm. power brings more people in. Mm -hmm. But we've been talking about community, community being the Mm -hmm. sales pipeline for the last 15 weeks. Mm -hmm. 
And it just has grown. So our mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. event, I'll never forget, there was 12 of us, which was great. It's an mm-hmm. endurance event. Wait. You know, we've had events up mm-hmm. to 90, 100 people that come wow. in and interact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the, but we're doing it every week, mm-hmm. same time, same, you know, mm-hmm. in, within Bobby's club. Mm-hmm. And it's just growing mm-hmm. amazingly. So when you look at Clubhouse, Here's your tips. <laughs> if, converse, if the four C's of Clubhouse are conversations, mm-hmm. contribution, mm-hmm. connection, and community. Mm-hmm. If you're doing that, the rewards will follow. And mm-hmm. I'm big on collaboration. So I always add that fifth one in collaboration is mm-hmm. currency because that's really what it's all about. Right. Right. You know, and as we record this, it is still, I believe, just available on an iPhone. Yep. Um, you know, and but again, that to me means they're rolling it out thoughtfully. Um, you know, yes, iPhones are, you know, the, the big guy on the block at the moment, but, you know, I've, uh, even not using the platform, I know that it's not going to be too much longer before it's, it's out on, on Android and, you know, will it have a desktop? I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, that's, that's kind of one of those things, but, you know, it really is something that is, is definitely worth checking out because it's, it, it's exactly what you said. It gets that authentic portion back in, yeah. um, you know, and especially when, you know, it, it, it just adds a different level. Um, you know, we can, we can write, we can type, we can, can do whatever. And, you know, but, and, and you're like, yeah, yeah, right. Whatever. But when you hear or see somebody, that's where you're like, okay, you know, this, this really is what's happening with them. Yep. Yeah. It's just so powerful. Mm-hmm. I love it. You know, I spend time on it, but I'm very focused. Like, mm-hmm. so I know some people, like every time I turn on my clubhouse app, mm-hmm. they're in a room. I'm like, right. how do you do that? Yeah. Do you not um, ever do anything else? And- yeah. Mm-hmm. Now there's ways people are doing that. Sometimes mm-hmm. people join rooms to get on stage, hit moderator, mm-hmm. mute themselves. They're not really there. I don't think that's authentic no. um, personally, but you know, it was funny. I'll share this with, cause you know, I think anybody listening mm-hmm. realizes I'm more about the relationship. I'm not about the mm-hmm. followers. I'm about the people we can mm-hmm. make an impact mm-hmm. with a couple people I know pretty well. They, my third room, my third mm-hmm. room that I did, mm-hmm. they got in and they wouldn't speak on stage because we only had 12 people in the room. Uh, and they let me know. Hey, I, I, like, I need to be right. They come back because they saw me on three weeks later and there was 119 people in the room and they raised their hands. And, and you I didn't, didn't pick I didn't them. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do it out of arrogance. Mm-hmm. It was because we had 17 other people in queue right. that wanted to speak. And I right. knew if I brought them up because mm-hmm. who they were, they would have wanted to take over the room. But you know what? My advice for anybody in the platform, start in the smaller rooms. Here's the easiest mm-hmm. way to start to build authentic relationships. Get in rooms that make sense. You know, you can mm-hmm. look me up at, at Chris Colt. I'm on there. I have a Movement Maker Launchpad Club. Mm-hmm. Bobby's Club that I mentioned mm-hmm. is an awesome one to get mm-hmm. in there. Um, but get in there, start listening, grasp the platform. Mm-hmm. But in the smaller rooms, it's mm-hmm. easier to get on stage, right? right. Raise your hand, mm-hmm. get on stage. And when you hear a couple people mm-hmm. speaking and it's your turn, because there's a way that this all works. Um, basically refresh back a couple of the speakers, mm-hmm. what you heard, just regurgitate right. it in a different mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. and then share some of the value you mm-hmm. bring. And then when you're done, just say, Hey, this is Chris mm-hmm. and I'm done. Right. And mm-hmm. that ends it. And, you know, I also recommend people to have a very, very, very short, sweet, mm-hmm. who you are and what mm-hmm. you do. So a lot of times when I get on stage, you know, I know you said this earlier, but I kind of say, Hey, I'm Chris Colt. I help mission driven entrepreneurs launch and scale their movements with an enduring revenue stream using movement marketing, something that's simple, not salesy, you're not pitching, but it gets people in the crowd to go look at your profile. Because what happens when you're on there, who is this Chris guy? 
oh, okay, they follow you, they connect mm-hmm. with you on LinkedIn. So you got to start thinking that whole process out. And as you build your profile, and this is a much deeper, deeper conversation, mm-hmm. obviously, um, you really want to think of what you have on Clubhouse tying into what you do on LinkedIn. Right, right. You know, and and you mentioned a couple of things, one of which is is that you you have things scheduled. And yeah. that comes back to that whole endurance training thing. You know, you you do something every single day at the same time. Um, so not only does it become a habit for you, uh, which, you know, I, I, I remember back when Mary Kay, you know, the whole Mary Kay cosmetics thing, when they were recruiting yep. me and, and I didn't go with them, but it was kind of interesting. Um, yep. and, and the whole Mary Kay philosophy was if you do something 21 days in a row, it becomes a habit. And then yep. you, you know, and, and so whether you're, hosting or attending, you know, if you know it's there, you know, it's it's just there. But but also it's great for those people who want to attend, who you're like, okay, well, I can only go on Wednesdays, but I know that Chris has his event at four on Wednesdays. Yep. Um, you know, they're not having to search through, they're not having to say is Eve having it today, you know, all those things. I mean, that just again, it makes it easy for the people that you're connected with. Um, you know, and, and yeah, five days a week. I mean, don't, don't start by doing five days a week. Nah. Um, you know, once, you know, once, once a week might be good. Um, but you know, and then you, you know, you mentioned making those connections there and, and I had said, I've done it once, you know, I've been in a clubhouse room once two other people from that clubhouse room were guests on the program for this LinkedIn. Uh, month. Yeah. So right there, it oh. was worth it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, and, and, um, you know, now the, the, the person who was running it specifically knew that I was looking for, for people. And, and so we kind of set that up a little bit, but yeah, I mean, they, they were great guests, um, you know, shared great information. And so it's, 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 you know, it's back to your, why, why are you there? What are you doing? You know, and, and even if you're just lurking, know why you're lurking. Yep. Great. Well, Chris, you briefly mentioned it, and we only unfortunately have have a little bit of time. What is movement marketing? Well, you know, here's how I look at it, right? All of us are fighting for something in life, whatever mm-hmm. that is, right? We have a reason for fighting it. And mm-hmm. I, I anything we do is a business of transformation. So, you know, you're taking your client, your the person you're working with into a new identity, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter what that is. So I believe launching movements, right. Mm -hmm. And building that community, there's a Mm -hmm. great TEDx talk on what it's like to launch a movement. Mm -hmm. That's how you do this because a movement has the cause. It Mm -hmm. stands for something and against something. The Mm -hmm. people unite in a shared interest or passion. Mm -hmm. And there's the leaders that start Mm -hmm. to transcend and they're all on this move to move things forward and go change lives Mm -hmm. and bring, and you know, they become Mm -hmm. a message for that. And if there's anything I learned, like the secret to any kind of movement Mm -hmm. is to show you love Mm -hmm. and give the people you serve that new identity. So show love and caring. Now, this is a massive, massive conversation that I go a lot deeper into. I know. We'll have you on again to talk about it because it is something that's so important. Mm -hmm. It is. But, you know, the easiest way to start any movement is Mm -hmm. to become aware of the problem, Mm -hmm. take action to solve the problem, and then the movement begins. Mm -hmm. And then what you go from there, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of other things you can do. But movement marketing to me, I watched, I've always knew what it was. And then last year with 2020, everybody being stuck at home in this, I watched so many movements. I've helped launch Mm -hmm. movements all online. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, we're doing that via the challenge model. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's been a lot of fun. So like to give you an example, last week, we did a five-day challenge that was your roadmap to skyrocketing business success in 2021. Mm-hmm. We had like 45 people in it mm-hmm. and, you know, we walked them through a process mm-hmm. over five days, which led to a lot of them, you know, mm-hmm. going into other programs we do. It was just a lot of fun. Right. 
I love it. You know, and we tend to think of movement as something social. Um, you know, yeah. and and but but yeah, I mean this this can obviously be business related. Oh, absolutely. It's extremely business related. So, you know, a lot of people I deal with, you know, everything's revolved around the business, but mm-hmm. they look at it, okay, I'm taking this client from this to this. Mm-hmm. That's that's a movement in there. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Because at the end of whatever you're doing, the, the person moves into a new identity. Mm-hmm. So right. um, yeah, it's, it's, and there's so many deeper things you can dive into mm-hmm. how to really micro-niche mm-hmm. movement. So you kill imposter syndrome and become become like that thought leader in a micro niche mm-hmm. area. Last week when we did this challenge, one of the things that we had people do is share on LinkedIn, hey, mm-hmm. who's your favorite thought leader? And I guided mm-hmm. them down some paths. Hey, if mm-hmm. you're not sure who thought leaders are, go look at here. Mm-hmm. You know what they were really interested in, Deb? They were like, okay, I looked up some people in my my exact industry and field that I mm-hmm. never heard their names. And I realized how much of a micro niche they developed. Yeah. And they're literally the category mm-hmm. king in that. So that's kind of what I try mm-hmm. to help people get right. to. Right. I love it. I love it. Well, we are obviously going to have to have you on again because this is is such a fun topic. And, and so we will we'll have you back on so that we can discuss it. But before then, tell people you know how they find you and, and how you work with people. You know, the easiest way, I have one simple site, Mm chriscolt360.com. I try to keep that easy now. Yeah, I have other sites, but if you go there, that leads to everything, Mm -hmm. my social profiles Mm -hmm. and anything I'm up to. So my website's on there. Mm -hmm. I just try to make it easier for people. And, you know, what I do with people is I sit down with them and I guide them on how to launch their movement Mm -hmm. and I help them set that whole structure up and we work together. You know, everything I do is Mm -hmm. a pay-as-you-win program. So it's strong partnerships, Mm -hmm. right? You know, I I, want to know I'm working with people that are authentic real and want to do something mm-hmm. very impactful right. in life. And and I love that you mentioned, you know, on your on your stuff that you're going to become someone's corner man. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, and initially I thought about that and I was like, is that like a wingman? Not really, but this is you're in our corner. And I think that's really what what's so important about this. Well, you know, so I got to put this is not my bike, but you see this little bike here, uh-huh. you know, cy- cyclists riding Pelotons, right? right. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like I'm in the Peloton with you. You know, we hit a mm-hmm. little dirt, hit that, get a flat mm-hmm. tire. We're fixing that together. Right. And that's really critical. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, the people that I've had that were my best mentors and coaches were my corner men. They were there with me and like, right. Hey, uh, this is happening right now. Okay. Let's work through that right now. Let's, let's mm-hmm. take each step of the process. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's, I love helping people that way. It's more fun. Right. You know, and I think during the pandemic, one of the things that, that we have heard repeatedly is people feel so isolated and so alone. Yep. Um, and that was because they were stuck at home, um, you know, and, and but because of technology, because of everything that we have available to us now, we're not alone, um, you know, and, and so I think that's one of the important things is, is people just need to remember that you can reach out and, and get that team around you. You know, none of us are, are in this alone. Oh, do not do this alone. You know, it's, that is a rough place to be, you know, get the community, get mm-hmm. your tribe, get your Peloton, got to get you the mm-hmm. cycling term, but there's so much more power in it. That's just mm-hmm. how you build momentum when you do that. Great. Great. Well, again, it's chriscolt360.com and you can find all the information there. Do you have any final thoughts you want to leave us with? 
you know, just remember, you know, endurance is a set of skills. The more you grasp them, the easier this game of life gets. Um, you know, that's just, that's what I've learned in being an endurance athlete. There's many a days I don't want to do things. Mm -hmm. I'm like any other human being, but mm -hmm. I just know if I fall back on certain things, there's mm -hmm. an end result to that. And right. having a sales background, you know, I always look at that like, wow, when I wasn't hitting quota, because disclaimer that happens, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I could look back and say, well, the guy didn't look in the eyes, that guy sitting in the mirror, it's me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, endurance is the key to this. That's, mm -hmm. that's really the tip. That's, that's what I definitely want you to leave Great. with. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having a wonderful discussion with Chris Colt, who we will definitely have on again. But until then, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.